Blank Grand Brewing Company, Columbus, Ohio. That's good. Did you like that? Were you recording that one? Yeah. Land Grant Brewing presents Land Grant University. Beers with the Brewers. Um, all right. We're recording, right? Well, oh, we're always recording. We're on. Here the mics are hot. At the mics are hot. Worldwide Studios. All right. Land so Grant without any further ado, welcome to another episode of Beers with the Brewers. Thanks. Presented by <laughs> Land Grant Brewing Company. Uh, I'm your host, Hajir. Uh, and today I am joined once again by co-founder and creative director, Walt Keys. Once again, I'm joining you. Yes, you are. Mm-hmm. Um, we have uh, director of brewing. What's your title, Dan? I don't really know. <laughs> I just captain. So, do so it all, Dan. So captain of brewing. So weekly, right, weekly tradition on this podcast. Captain knowing, of the ship. <laughs> knowing right. what anyone's Technically the innovation about. brewer. Okay, so you're the innovative. Okay, we've got Innovation that's Brewer, new. Dan. I'm sorry, I would just, yeah, no, yeah, that, I, I don't remember hearing Innovation Brewer before. I know I you've been brewing a lot of pilots lately, I, so. I never bothered correcting anybody. Dan so. just innovated <laughs> that title right, right did. now. That's a good one. I like that That's one. why he's the Innovation Brewer. Mm-hmm. And that's why you brew pilots, because you're a captain. And captains fly planes. Indeed. So. Also, ahoy. Uh, yes, ahoy, as usual. And then uh, we have uh, Taproom Manager. Yeah, that would be Eric me. Hafner. Yep, thank you. Um, Howdy. Joining us as well. And uh, Good to be back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Let's try and keep it on the tracks today. What do you think? I don't know. Should we? What is the we, captain of a train? We sure didn't last week. No, no, we didn't. That Conductor? That uh, went off the rails. I blame Ron. But yeah, it's also did. partially my fault, too, probably. Dear listeners, I had to cut some stuff Ron said out of the podcast. <laughs> But, uh, Very controversial. He did break some news. Yeah. He uh, and, and you know we'll love having him, but he's he's not on t- this R- week. RIPTK. You can take that as a, as a however you want. That Ron is not on the podcast today. But he may be back at some point. He's got he's got to earn. Let's it. hope so. Yeah. You guys make it sound like he might not be with us anymore. <laughs> <Gotta> find <laughs> his way back. I'm just kidding. We he's love on a quest. Hung out of no, the train tracks a little too long. We love Ronald. Um, anyways, uh, guys, we were talking about a really really nice beer today. Probably one of my favorites in the tap room. Um, it's only gotten better as we brewed it um, over the years. It's got some fresh branding on it. I'm talking about none other than uh, House Beer, tw- a la 2024. Um, so I think I'm just going to let Dan Dan take it away and, and, and give us the rundown on mm-hmm. this and kind of tell us what's new about it, what's uh, stayed the same, you know. Oh, Adam, Adam's going to try and sidle his way into this podcast. Adam, you want to say something? Are you guys doing a podcast? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, even without Ron, we're we're soldiering on house beer, the one and only. What are, what are you drinking, Adam? Uh, I have a penny round. Oh, okay. So I almost right. uh, I didn't know the topic of the show. Yeah. All right, Dan, tell us about the beer. Yeah, sure. Um, so this is uh, a uh, premium lager. Um, the uh, distinctions between American light lager and premium lager are a little fuzzy, but uh, in general. Uh, if you were judging this, you would expect it to have a little bit more robust everything, alcohol, malt character, um, hops, but uh, it should be very clean. Um, there's really nothing to hide behind uh, in a, a beer like this. You need to have a really good clean fermentation. Uh, 4.6% ABV, by the way, 15 IBUs. Um, uh, what do we do? So we've got our uh, our combo of uh, our local origin pills in here, with a bit of malt Europe pills as well. 
Um, I really like that combo. And just a little bit of uh, Malt Europe Vienna. That can sort of boost the bready notes in it. Um, and Dan, not to interrupt, but um, just as you talk about the malts, uh, I was looking, I, I knew we talked about this beer, well, it felt like somewhat recently, but it was actually about a year ago now, um, last January or February. And we actually had, um, what's her name from Origin Malt? Do you know? Whitney. Whitney from Origin Malt on. So if malt, and specifically Origin Malt, are something that uh, interests you, I recommend going back in the, in the Wayback Machine about a year in the Beers of the Brewers feed and checking out that episode of House Beer as well. Yeah. She knew her stuff. She was good. I remember yeah. that podcast. Yeah, she's she's smarter than me. Um, <laughs> hey Dan, while we're on a tangent, do you mind if I interject you on something early that you said with uh, the premium versus American style lager? I didn't know that those were different. What are like some comps? Like what's a pre- what would be like a comp for premium versus American? I suppose, I mean, you know, really like the difference between say like Coors Light and Coors Banquet. I suppose would be. Oh, okay, a, understood. The, the original um, idea behind this beer was basically our version of Coors Banquet. But um, uh, part of one of the changes uh, that we have, have made to this beer is recently we uh, nixed the corn from it. Um, we didn't feel it was doing anything or wasn't doing what we expected it wanted it to do. So this is now all malt, no, uh, no adjuncts. Uh, tetaning hops, and then of course, as we um, we tend to do with all of our pilsners, we put a little tetra hop in there, and it gives you a nice uh, fluffy head that lasts for a while. But um, yeah, that's it. Easy. I would say our um, this has been tasting amazing lately, uh, in no dupe, no small part because um, uh, in sort of the, our attempts to roll this beer out on a larger scale we've uh, filled up the tanks and it's been able to sit around for a while lagering and uh yeah some so i I think there was a batch sitting around for two months and uh actually the current one out that we're speaking about and it just is it's banging i've heard that helps yeah with making lagers yeah when you say sitting around it doesn't well when you phrase it that way it doesn't sound like a positive but 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 (laughs) But lagers, in general, I mean, the longer you lager them, kind of the better, right? Yeah, it's, um, there's, of course, that point of diminishing returns, but uh, there are are processes that um, occur very slowly over time. Um, Yeast reabsorbing acetaldehyde is a big one, so uh, flavor that is uh, like pumpkin guts uh, gets... It's an intermediary in the uh, yeast process of, of producing alcohol, and they will reabsorb that in, in their metabolic processes. So that's one, one of a number of things that occurs. Um, sulfur, um, off-gassing. Uh, yeah, if you were to smell this uh, in, in the middle of fermentation, you would get a lot of uh, cap gun. The, the lager yeast kicks off a, a ton of sulfur, and... Um, a little bit's okay, but uh, a lot, you know. It's not eggy sulfur, but it is like cap gun, um, match strike, and it can be off-putting. And that, that's one of the things that occurs over lagering uh, extended. Is there a cutoff, or is there just like a kind of 
taste it, smell it as you go. And I don't. I mean, you know, back in the day, it, particularly with stronger lagers, they just throw them in a cave and let it sit for right. you know up to a year. But um, that's also because they weren't didn't have the cleanest brewing practices to start with. Um, so we we typically when we're really banging these out try to do six weeks from brew day to to package um and i feel like that's kind of the minimum amount um but then again we're also centrifuging and um a lot of that process back in the day was literally just stuff falling out of suspension and we take care of a lot of that with our with our centrifuge so especially during like winter garden season, we get a lot of new folks coming into the tap room or the brewery for the first time and they'll come up and they'll be like, what, give me a beer. What tastes the most like beer? And this is consistently where we point customers towards. And as a result, this is always consistently the number one beer in the tap room. Like I said, especially in the winter time. Um, but it tastes amazing. It does taste like a beer, but it also has like a, a finishing craft appeal to it. it tastes definitely like a land grant beer. And I, uh, yeah, I can never get enough. I love the rebrand too. Well, not to get ahead of ourselves here, but um, it's gonna look good. Look pretty on the shelf. Let's talk about and in my fridge. Yeah, you want to go there? I do because it is. It's very clean right now. It was long overdue. It's as clean as the liquid itself. Yeah. Well, I mean, to to be fair, the the original label for this this was never really meant, at least originally as conceived originally. It was not a beer that we intended to, to send out to market. I mean, we um, it was meant quite literally as a house beer, one that we have on tap um, more or less all the time here, and just be sort of a go-to easy-drinking lager um, to have for folks that are, are looking for that. And um, it became very popular here, and we kind of trialed it, put it out a little bit, um, and it was well received in the market as well. So, with that in mind, um, you know, thought to sort of revisit the brand and uh, what it would look like on the shelf and in the, in the grocery. And um, so, with it being just such a clean, um, easy drinking beer and sort of a, like like Dan said, the throwback to a, like a, you know, if not exactly like a Coors Banquet, but like Coors Banquet in spirit, we'll say. Um, you know, pulled some some reference and some inspiration from some of those sort of vintagey uh, American sort of macro brews that dominated for so long, at least in the Midwest and, and that sort of place. But um, also, just I mean, quite literally, took <laughs> took inspiration from the the land grant logo. Um, so you'll see a big circle on there, and, and instead of saying land grant, it says house beer with a little land grant badge on there. Um, but just kind of trying to, to play off that and play off the sort of the recogn- recognizability, is that a word, of our logo and sort of the equity we have in that and get people to, to look for it. And, and the result, I think, is a very uh, sharp-looking can um, that you'll see out there. You'll see it on shelves. You'll see it um, here at the tap room. You'll see it at lower.com field stadium this year uh, in a special crew colorway. Um, 16 ounce pint, too. And, and yeah, and the fun thing is that, like, kind of lends itself to, like, being a little bit of a, 
a chameleon in that way. Like you know, we're gonna it's gonna be yellow and black in the in for crew matches, and then you know without spilling the beans too much, we've got some sort of like kind of variants of this beer coming out uh, later this year as well that as sort of like limited seasonal releases that'll kind of play on the the brand as well, which I'm really excited about, especially like. When you look at them all next to each other, they look really cool. Um, so I'm really excited about those. So we should just only do house beer variants, just a whole lineup, tap takeover, change the name. I don't know how that would work beer. with the with the with the <laughs> fermentation tanks back there, but um, you know we can we'll, we can always try things. But uh, but no, I'm really I'm really excited about those. Uh, I think the first one will be out in a, in a few months. Um, so keep an eye out for those. I'm sure we'll we'll cover those in depth on this podcast when, when they come about. Um, but yeah, it looks good. I think we might even try it in a 12 pack this year. I think there's talk of trialing talk out. That. Um, and that'll look sharp as well. So stay tuned. Stay yeah, Everything about tuned. this beer is just very approachable from the artwork to kind of what Eric was saying about, you know, you get people coming in here who just want... They just want a crusher, they just man. Just want a crusher, and mm-hmm. like the, you know, that's fine, and that's good. Um, I don't love the sentiment of "give me a beer that tastes like beer." I don't either. Be a little it just more like, it just specific. Like, what does people. that mean at this point? Like, there's so many. You don't know what that means. I know what it means, mm-hmm. but it's like I know it's like what a the dumbed people down that version. Say it mean. Yeah, like we call it. We call it. Say, "Give me a beer that tastes like <laughs> Coors Light" or something. Yeah, 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 you know, that's yeah. that's what they are asking for. I mean, again, maybe that sounds like. Because in my mind, when I say a beer that tastes like a beer, in my mind, I'm thinking like an Osher or, or an IPA. Sierra Nevada yeah. Pale Ale or sure. something like that. Some a little more bite. I'm not thinking about a PBR. Exactly. But, well, you know, but this broaden your mind. The kind of people that say, give me a beer that tastes like a beer <laughs> with a bit of condescension mind. towards you. <laughs> um, no, no. All of, none of our guests are condescending. They are all meaning it in love and we love our guests. Yeah, of course. Of course. I'm not, no, I'm not I, I, railing on the guests no, here. I'm I, just, I know. You know. It's, it's a broad thing to say. Yes. Give me a beer that tastes like beer. Um, on that note, though, I think uh, I think you talked about it being a crusher, and I think mm. we're probably all in agreement on the crushability of this beer. I mean, I don't. So I want to put any words in anyone's mouth. How crushable is it? But I, I know I'm a six on this all day. Um, Especially if it's in those 16 ounce cans. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to having oh, this yeah. beer at a crew match uh, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, but, uh, I, I, yeah, it's, I'm on record. This isn't my like go-to style, but it's, it's just a beer that's brewed, um, very much to be a six crusher. Mm -hmm. And I think it definitely achieves that. So who am I to say anything less than a six? That'd be silly if you did that. 10. Let's crank this up. (laughs) Let's raise the stakes. You could drink this beer all day. It's a great beer. You really could. It's like, you know, not be like too twisted. So. I was going to say, I feel a need to clarify my statement on the beer that tastes like beer. I think there are people that ask that question because they know they like a crisp lager beer. And there are people that ask that question as a way of sort of um, belittling it's like a put beer down. in general. Yeah, it's like a put-down. Mm. Yeah. So that's fair. People yeah. are asking that in good faith, and that's fine. Walt if doesn't put up with put-downs. If they're asking that as like a crisp beer's lame way, then, you know, go somewhere else. <laughs> this is the, this is how we this is how we change these people, Walt. <laughs> right, right. Okay, we'll change these people. Um, I've, my life has yeah. been changed by house beer. I'll say that. I, w- I would agree with that. I mean, yeah. it, it is just like a go-to beer. Like you drink it, drink another. Um, 
Yeah. That should be on the homepage. You drink it and you drink another? uh, House beer changed my life. (laughs) (laughs) For the better or worse? Oh, it's always for the better. Always. Not that anyone cares, but I'm a six on this as well. Yeah. There you go. I think that's pretty good. I I don't even think we needed to ask the question. Are you? You're a six, right, Eric? I mean. Yeah, yeah. I think, in fact, the next variant should just be called House Beer Six Out of Six. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't have too much to add about this. This one specifically, um, it is a very no, good beer. I, 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 I don't it. know if we mentioned this specifically. Maybe we did, but this is now a year-round release mm-hmm. for us. Um, Joining what? Just other two other brands, right? Mm-hmm. Joining Osher and Lemon Glow as yeah. our other two year-round beers. Um, but yeah, everyone's really into this beer, and we wanted to make it um, more available to everyone and. So yeah, you'll find it year-round, both uh, in the tap room and at stores. Starting, Who's starting in Q2. I will, start, I starting in Q2, yeah, which yeah. as right a businessman, I know that Q2 starts after the third month, of which is March. That is correct. So that's, I believe, April. Yes, sir. There you go. So here's yes, a question. Sir. Whose house would you want to enjoy a house beer the most? Who, where, where would you, where was oh, the dream, loca- dream house for the house beer? The White House? Can't be yours. The White House. The White House. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't sound very fun. Drink an hour with old, beer old Uncle Joe. <laughs> Have a beer on uh, the roof. Let's see. He shows me his Trans Am he's got parked out in front. Like, no. what's the ultimate house out there uh, for a house beer? The Bluey House. The Bluey House. The Bluey House. That's a, dad. House. That's a dad answer right there. Yeah. The Healers have a pretty nice house. Wouldn't mind drinking a Bluey out on the patio and down there in Australia. <laughs> um, the Waffle House. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I would just be thrilled. Pack. I would be thrilled if I went to my grandparents' house, who I don't visit often enough. Went to go play cards with them and open up the fridge, and I would be delighted to find a house you beer in find, the fridge. Find like a whole whole. Have you, you guys know, watched uh, True True D Night Country? Night I'm Night not, Country. Yes. I'm, I'm halfway through it. There's it this good? crazy lady with a cool house with a bunch of records in it. That mm. looks and it, it's in the middle of like nowhere out Alaska. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Dark all the time. But I don't it ever want to be very cozy. I don't ever want to be in the middle of Alaska. And she's yeah. just got this big window <laughs> that looks out at the frozen ocean, and I think that would be a pretty fun place to sit. Sure, you you've got like the nice cozy kind beers. of aesthetic about you today yeah. too, with your land grant beanie and, yeah. uh, and, and I cozy sweatshirt. I think that sweatshirt. would be a, a a nice place to have some house beers. Yeah, <laughs> the, the crazy log lady style character from <laughs> Night Country. Not out on house. the uh, yeah. We don't know that she's not the murderer. Not, What's that? Not out on the icy death trap. No, no. no but just stay inside. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, what's going on? Yeah, minus all the mystery. Yeah, the death and, and uh, the gloom and the yeah cold. <laughs> Supernatural. Right. Maybe occurrences. Stuff. I think it was Jodie Foster though in Drinking Beer. She seems cool. Yeah. Jody. Jody. Nice gal. Yeah. Nice, nice lady. Gal. Nice lady. Who's up next? Uh, for what? For favorite. Where house, house would you want to have a house? Oh, I can't. I don't know. I, you can't do your own house. I mean, you could. You do Walt's house. Not very. <laughs> come on, come on, over. come on down. Oh man. Um, on the Jabushak? Yeah, that's like a garage. Doesn't count. Yeah, you don't want a garage beer. Um, <laughs> no. No uh, garage you want beers. House beer. Exactly. House um, beer is safe to bring in the house. Yeah. Yeah. Come on inside. It's yeah. Uh, it's where it's warm and nice. Mm-hmm. I know. So you said the White House, nah, possibly I, yeah. the least fun place you could ever yeah. have a beer. Probably. That was a cheeky answer. That was a cheeky answer. Maybe the uh, the House of Commons. Big Pink. <laughs> Ooh. Big Pink. Cool. I put it the Catskills. Big Pink up there in uh mm. up there in New York New York State. Yeah. Yeah. 
could do that. You know, see, I saw that uh, Joe Burrow bought some like seven million dollar mansion in Cincinnati. They, they have his house here in Cincinnati. Okay. Yeah, I'd go hang out in the seven million dollar mansion with Joe Burrow. Joe and Burrow, drink some drink, house drink some hoosies. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Dan? What's your what's your uh, ideal home? Uh, beverage consumption sadly made me realize I don't go to other people's houses very often but <laughs> I like my house um, the pizza I'm house. right there I'm right that's there. true <laughs> I, I do house. frequent the house of pizza quite often you got a partner um, then. I was trying to think about who has the best porch which is an extension of the house um, mm-hmm. so I, I think um, probably again boring answer but my folks my um, my dad built um their back porch and uh like my dad is competent in ways that i am clearly not um like went down in the woods and uh planed some uh some trees that he felled and built like the whole thing like he made all the lumber that he made the back with and it sort of overlooks the back of the property and all the trees and stuff and i'd have a house beer back there that sounds nice pretty pleasant nice yeah that's ideal out there in cool, the that's a good question. A good question. Thank you. Thank you. Um, we don't have any questions for That's what I'm here for. It's possible that Rachel and Bonnie just aren't forwarding them on to us. Yeah, but I, was, I was wondering, what we got going on in the tap room? Well, we still have the eclipse coming up. We sure do. And they haven't canceled they the haven't, eclipse that's yet. That's not getting canceled. <laughs> I feel like we covered that pretty in depth. <laughs> I mean, it's still on the sheet. Weeks. I hope it's not so cloudy. It's still on the sheet. I'll give it the Cliff's Notes, Cliff's Notes version. The, rundown. the Cliff's Notes. It's on April 8th. It's all happening around 3 o'clock. And the Us and Them Superstar Band is... Sorry, I'm fighting off a sneeze. I think I can do it. Do it. The Us and Them Superstar Band is playing Dark Side of the Moon in its totality following the eclipse. It's going to be awesome. Uh, We're releasing a beer called Totality uh, as a collaboration with our friends from Kosai. They will be here day of the eclipse doing some interactive stuff, teaching you all about the sun and why you shouldn't stare directly at it during an eclipse or really any time. Um, we'll have eclipse classes, all that stuff. It's going to be really fun. So be here April 8th, midday. We'll, we'll be open early that day, obviously. And uh, it's going to be it's gonna be a weird one. So come check it out. Quit your job and come on down. Yeah. It'd be great. Achieve totality with us. Co-sign. That's right. All right. What else we got here? Um, Tuesdays, trivia with Travis. Every Tuesday, 6.30. It's great. It's fun. It's hard. Be here. Thursday, our friends from Ray Ray's Hog Pit are here. They're open Thursday through Sunday with their award-winning barbecue. <laughs> Friday, and I, oh, I should say Mikey's Late Night Slice barbecue. also open Thursday through Monday with their mm, award-winning Cajun barbecue. pizza. <laughs> and Flavor 91 is here on Wednesday and Tortilla Street Food here on Tuesday. I went out of order, but you can figure it out. That's kind of all we got going on until things really switch over to spring, summer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's coming up quick. Yeah, you get get down on the last few uh, bumper car and curling reservations of the winter, and then we're going to switch things over to pickleball and basketball and all kinds of fun warm weather activities. Um, in the beer garden and also over at Gravity Experience Park. And yeah, that's all we got for this week. Stock standard week right here. I love it. So well, I should, it. Oh, I should mention, I put this on the notes. Saturday, the 24th, um, we will be pouring beer at the Lancaster 
Brewfest. So if you're in Lancaster, like um, like Ronald seems to be every weekend, uh, whether it's for a Catholic wedding or for a Groundhog's Day celebration. Sure. He loves it. He is there. Um, he might be there at this event. I don't know. Dan, are you going to go back down to Lancaster for Lancaster Little hometown Brewfest? hangout? Uh, no, I don't know. Maybe I'll come up with an excuse to go back down to the stir. Have a house beer? I don't call it that, by the way. <laughs> but you're starting sir. to. That's wrong. You're starting to. It's you're seeping in. Stirring up some trouble. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so Rock. check us out. Uh, should be a great event, and we will be there. And that's all we got for the event right now. Sweet. Well, that about wraps it up, guys. I don't have anything else to add, really. Just just put a bow on yeah. it. Yeah, just put a bow good. on it send, send it, it off. We don't have to edit this one at all. No, no. I don't think so. <laughs> Anyways, tip your bartenders. Enjoy your beer. We'll see you down here at the tap room. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.